Boggling bastard boggers. <laughs> Bloody canal pushers. Yeah. And here we are, and we're live. Um, let's do this. Ah, no, no, it's not, it's not. No, it's just a conspiracy theory. It's just a bunch of gays just chucking themselves into the canals. Yeah. Greater Manchester police would never lie to us or try to cover up their own incompetency. Well, let's Nothing let's let's talk hit. about what even the mirror will admit. So, the Manchester pusher, <coughs> the pusher, is a potential serial killer, supposedly behind the death of some of the astonishing eighty-five bodies pulled from the Manchester Canal since two thousand and seven. Some twenty-eight of those deaths remain unexplained. Grieving families and a criminologist believe mur a murderer is stalking the city's waterways, waiting to bundle targets into the waters around the city's gay area. Manchester police say there is no evidence to suggest a serial killer at work and call the pusher a myth. So that's where we'll kick off from. Yeah, so it's definitely a myth. So these 85 bodies discovered in Manchester canals. All right, let's, let's entertain it. Why, why is there like so many bodies in the Manchester canals? Why do people just like fall to their deaths there? Uh, I don't know. Can <coughs> Phil's good at finding stats. Can he find some yearly canal death stats? What does the Office of National Statistics say on them? Buggering, yeah. bumming bastards chucking themselves in canal. Uh, right, so this story is from 2016. So 2016, a uh, Freedom of Information revealed that there, there's been 61 deaths between 2008 and 2014 on waterways in and around the city centre. Is that is that average? Is it more or less? I mean, like I mentioned, this like some people are absolutely blind drunk, and then pass out in in the canal and never get up. Do you know how to find stats of it? Um, sometimes. Let me see. Yeah, what I'm I'm looking. Looking. I can't. I can't see anything. I've put yearly oh. canal deaths in there, and it, it, you don't even get a fucking total. <laughs> it's it's saying here on this mirror article that the young man is the seventy seventh found dead in the city's canal. Right, yeah. that's it. Pack it up, lads. It's seventy seventh brigade. We've solved <laughs> it. Let's go. Yeah. All right. We're going down. Pub. the bad guys. Thank <laughs> you very much for watching another episode of Fourteen Words. Yeah, we sold it in nine minutes. Have a good one, folks. To the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go. Don't actually go. We haven't actually solved it. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it would be a pretty good. It would be a pretty good way to kill people because um, UK canal deaths. Um, I can't seem to find No, I oh, can't I seem to find it either. It's almost like they're trying to keep secret how many people die on um yeah. in British canals every year. Uh, Hang on. I think I can figure a way of doing this. Yeah. Um uh, you know you know who likes to um you know who likes to frequent canals, don't you? Um Top Cat. People who own no. narrow boats. Uh, pedophiles. Pedophiles in narrow boats. That's how they. Uh, that's how they do the human trafficking across the country. They uh, pedal them up and down the canals. Oh, not a very quick way. Well, it takes you about two weeks to get, four, about, about, get about ten yep. miles, doesn't it? 
Yeah, but that's why the police can never track all of this stuff happening because it all happens on the canals and they know it happens. Yeah. They know what's happening on the canals. They're just not doing anything about it. Ah, I found the story. There's one guy that was that was that escaped alive. I found it finally. Uh, cyclist has reportedly told how he's knocked into a canal at night. In a case linked to the theory, into to the theory, a, a Manchester pusher. It's always in. Um, it's always in quotation marks. As police, uh, Manchester pusher has killed <coughs> scores of people on the city's waterways. Police are said to have confirmed the father of two, 34, an office worker, so he's probably not gay, um, had come forward to an incident last Tuesday night in which the, his psychopath assailant had not attempted to rob but simply ran off off with three Fs. This is, remind you, this is in a national newspaper. Uh, however, detectives have insisted there's nothing to connect the case with any other incidents. No one else has been pushed into a canal. No one at all. Um, the man said he's almost drowned after his legs became tangled in his bike at the Bridgewater Canal towpath close to Manchester United's Old Trafford Stadium, it was reported. Uh, police have not linked the incident to any of the city's canal deaths, as Sunday Times reports, but the paper described the case as the first evidence of a Manchester pusher. It was reported at least 76 bodies have been discovered around the city's waterways since 2007, with seven to the, 17 of these deemed unexplained. So that's April 28th. So up to April 28th, 18, there was, there was 76 bodies. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's, there's, there's no link to all of these, you know, dozens of people dying in this canal. Just, just look the other way. Mm. I um, I, I was trying to look up uh, Office of National Statistics, and I can find weekly deaths, but unfortunately, they don't. I would. It'd be nice to say, can I just like find accidents, and then accidents around waterways, and right, yeah. just, uh, just that's all I want to know. Mm. But they won't show you. Mm. Uh, oh, they, Get a graph. It hasn't actually got a bit from the guy. But um, he said the guy looked had like a weird look on his face. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm sure I saw somebody was relate uh, was arrested related to the canal fishing case. Um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, so it, I mean, it's a pretty good way of killing canal. someone, just like booting them into the canal. Because canals have really high yep. sides that you're not going to fucking climb up in a million years, are you? So, yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, that's it, a good point. Ian A said, "Wouldn't they just swim out of the canal?" And I forgot about that. Canals do have really high sides, yeah. not easy to get out of. Has Ian A never been to a canal? He probably hasn't. He is a little. It, it seems a bit. Just lie on your back and you're floating. So it's. I don't. It's. Let me just call the help. I. I I, don't know. I mean, surely you can flare well, around and go. Like just kicked you in, you know. No, but clearly should... there must be someone walking past if you're shouting up. No, these. Yeah, are yeah I mean, if, if, if you're if you're shouting. Yeah. Yeah, you don't tend to get many people down canal paths. Working not late at night. Nope. Uh, so here's. Uh, I found unrelated news. To... About um, the Manchester canals, 
No, no, it's oh, it's just somebody but he cycles past like women and slaps them on the bum. Good lad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we missed it. There's a do- there's a documentary uh, Manchester serial killer question mark was shown on Channel Four. They seem pretty determined to make out that it's some sort of. Um... Oh, I'm echoing from somewhere. Nordic. Oh, right. Uh, so oh, I've got some got some numbers, but I don't know whether they're any good or not. Um, some eighty-five people, seventy-two of them men, have died in river rivers, canals, or other waterways in Greater Manchester between two thousand and eight and two thousand and fourteen. Is that better? Oh, that's better. Eleven of eleven of them were found dead in Manchester city centre. Although firm finding, findings were made in forty-four cases following inquests, coroners recorded open verdicts in the remaining twenty-eight deaths which means the cause of death cannot be established and doubt remains about how a death came about. This can be for mundane medical reasons, for instance, a body that has been left in water for so long that a precise scientific explanation cannot be established, or there is uncertainty about how someone ended up dead in a river. Or um, or a swimming pool in a, in a certain millionaire's back garden. Well, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Oh, here's, here's a story. Um, so I've, I've got some speculation here. I'll read the story out. Yeah. Manchester Canal Killer arrested after two weeks on the run. This was from the 2nd of September 2019. A member of a robbery gang that left a man to drown in a canal has been arrested after absconding from prison. And what's his name? His name is Paul Creedy. He's white, 26 years old. Was jailed for 10 years in October 2013 for manslaughter. In conspiracy to commit robbery, but fled on the 14th. Well, if he's absconded, that means he's been in a Category D prison. You can't uh, escape from a, a D cap because I'm, I'm told it's basically like a housing estate with a, a fence around it. You can yeah. just, uh, and that's why they say absconded. Yeah. 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 Absconding is when you, you, you sort of, you give them permission to sort of leave and you, you don't come back. Because a lot of those um, D-category prisons, they do what's called home release once a month. Oh, they, I've heard they sometimes don't come back. So it's in Kirkham and Lancashire. And yeah, it just looks like housing estate, but it's got a HMP sign on the other. Well, I mean, the fence is... So it's not that far from... Uh, from it, the fence is about two foot high. So really, it's you don't even have scared. You just step over the thing. It's... It's literally just, uh, yeah, it's, it's like a nice housing estate, actually. Um, but he absconded from H&B Kirkham, but was arrested after two weeks on the run. Police issued an appeal for information. Um, Creedy, formerly of Mayfair Road, Withamshaw, was arrested in Manchester on August 30th. Now, ah, I've just gone past a bit. He pushed Simon Brass, who was 40 years old, into a canal near Manchester's Gay Village in June 2012 the before walking away. Was he the only uh, yeah, guy in the Manchester. So what is Manchester Gay Village? Is this some... Um, we need, we, is, need is this some we need our Manchester correspondent, but he's just sitting in the chair. Yeah, well, just... Like, you know. I imagine what he means by gay village is like the gay quarter where like the gay bars are, the gay clubs. Yeah. Manchester when, Crown Court... Manchester Crown Court heard gay men who frequented the area looking for casual sexual encounters were targeted by robbers who were aware the victims be unlikely to complain to the police. Well, here's the thing. You remember, was it the Pink News article you read about chemsex where the guy was like all fucked yeah. up and mm. they were yeah. doing horrible things to him? Mm. Do you think like 
these gays are like really drugged up and then they like uh, rape them and then kill them. Possibly. So the gays are an easy target, like the uh, like prostitutes, aren't they? Because um, because they're on the edge, on the fringes of society. Well, they, they they are and they are. Yeah, they're kind of on prostitutes. They're on the fringes of society, especially those that are kind of married no and there are going out and stuff are. like that. Which means they're doing well, did, more more risky things, aren't they? Oh, here we did go. You this... at, um, did you ever look at the grinder killer? He uh, he drugged his victims. Uh, is that the Welsh yeah, one, is it? Left and props up outside of, left one props up outside a church or something. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I know what you mean. Fourteen Travel the says there's bummers everywhere in Manchester. <laughs> Salford has canals, but no canal deaths and no gay village. Mm. Ah, interesting. Yeah, well, Rain, Raynard's in Alka. I can't remember where... I can't... I can't remember where I read it, but someone did say that Ray, Ray, Reynard's against Sinaga. I just be... posted the article I because I Distant Thoughts. I don't think it's Distant one... Thoughts says there was the serial rapist that may be linked to the Malaysian guy. Yeah. I thought Brighton had that. I thought it was Filipino, but yeah, Malaysian. Uh, man described as Britain's most prolific rapist will never be safe to be released, the court heard on Monday. I should release him back to Malaysia. He's yeah. jailed for a man of 30 years for 136 rapes. Ah, how far have we got into this? 19 <laughs> minutes before. Ray Hardfinger, 36, mature student from Indonesia. It's thought by police to have abused at least 195 men over two and a half years after luring him to his flat under the guise of being a good Samaritan. Hang on, we've heard this before, haven't we, Dennis Nielsen? Yeah. Drugging his victims and then attacking them after they passed out. All but four of the four chicks victims. Wants to know, where'd you get the time to commit 136 rapes? Yeah, that kid should have been studying. Yeah, he was mm -hmm. studying how to rape. Yeah. He, he was, he was uh, you know, he already got his bachelor's of rape at Malaysian University. I think there's too many and it's too far spread to be one guy, though. I think it's. I think it could well be a few guys, but like, what? Well, what? Well, it's kind of a good way to to murder, isn't it? Because literally, you just fucking boot them into the canal, and there's no forensic, no nothing, is there? Yeah. That, like the 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 coroner don't really give a fuck because he'll put down any bumps and scrapes down to uh, current, won't they? That's what they do, don't they? If it's if it's a heavy drinking area as well, that would explain. That might help to explain why why they're just drowning and why it's being passed off because they might be finding alcohol in their system or drugs in their system and just oh, saying, oh, well, just, you know. Uh, Bill, Bill, can you find us some stats on canal deaths? Okay. See if you can. Yeah, because I wasn't... <laughs> we're, we're, we're all, we're all I, spastics, Phil, and you seem to be better at finding statistics than us. <laughs> So, uh, oh, Canal Street is the Manchester gay village. I, I want to see village. some pictures. The village. I want to see some pictures of it so I can see. So let me see. You've got a canal and there's a, there is a wall, so you can't just stumble into it. You'd have to be pushed. Gay village, Manchester. I mean, it looks quite nice. Um, Except there's Jews everywhere. Just don't shine a black light on it. <laughs> yeah, it'd look better if you drop a thermo nuke on it. Uh, well, uh, maybe may like a neutron bomb because I mean, it, yeah. it, 
the canal looks like it do with some sterilizing, but <laughs> apart from that, I mean, the, the tree, the trees look oh, nice. You're gonna, it, quote, it, you're gonna make me quote Red Dwarf. Do you remember the one where Lister talks about when he used to go, uh, used to go uh, canal fishing, fishing, condom fishing? He goes, I swear, once yeah. I found, I found a, I found a black rib nubbler. It was about this big. <laughs> Oh, uh, TripAdvisor, what to know about the gay village before you go? One, go maybe, yeah, two, don't take fentanyl and go near the canal. Three, don't take <laughs> methamphetamine and go near the canal. Four, if you really insist on doing fentanyl and methamphetamine at the same time, maybe do canal. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how did, the, you, how did the story first start? Before any, news, any newspapers had written a word about it, there was speculation every time a body was pulled out of a canal at, around... Manchester City Centre. Well, that's a fucking phrase, isn't it? Every time a body was pulled out of a cal canal around your Manchester City Centre. For okay, I've got to interject here, right? So there's a one-star review for the gay village in Manchester saying, no spider milkshakes, question mark. Okay, so I, for a Why is a I don't know milkshake? what... No idea, and I don't want to find out. Yeah. I asked for a spider milkshake because that is my favourite, and they gave me spider drink instead, exclamation marks, lots of them. My dad was there, and he was doing the hockey pocket on the pole, and instead of saying hi, he gave me a sausage. It was very long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're going to make me find out what a spider milkshake is now, aren't you? <laughs> oh, I bet it's like an Alabama hot pocket or something, isn't it? I, I, I bet it's something we don't want to find out. <laughs> uh, shocked at what a liar she was. Just to let you know, Karen Bryan is a lesbian and gets with women and is the new out-of-the-closet person in Manchester. Oh, She's in complete denial. seems to be an artist. And always has been a dyke. How does she ever pretend to be Christian? That's from March 2021. It's not actually that degenerate. <laughs> I've just found spider milkshake. You should clean up a lot better. The whole place stunk of urine and the staff were extremely rude, especially the door staff. I would not recommend this place. I absolutely love Gay Village, but Gay has by far got to be the worst place there. Oh, Every time I've been spider, there, I regret it going. A spider milkshake is a coat float. What? What What do you float in the Coke? You never had a Coke float before. It's where you have Coke and you put a scoop of ice cream in it. Why would you do that? It's just nice. That doesn't sound nice. It is. What well, is? It works. <laughs> Citation it, needed. It, it just works. Well, you try one no. it and then tell us. Ugh. Yeah, it does, to be fair, it does, It sounds random, but it does just work. <laughs> Why can't I have my ice cream in a bowl or a cone? Uh, one in, a, one, in, one in the chat if you boring. like Coke float, two in the chat if you don't. <laughs> Because just having normal ice cream with a Coke is boring. <laughs> you need to combine the two. Said, Most of them are air stewards, so them being missing isn't suspicious. What the fuck? <laughs> this is nice. We last went on Friday the 24th of July 2020, and it was a diarrhea experience. Not only did I witness the doorman selling drugs to several people, but then I went to the toilets, and there were people sniffing drugs off the sink, which the doorman did nothing about it. Mm. What, the doorman that sold him the drugs? Why, why would you do anything about it? <laughs> hey, you that what sold him those drugs, can you tell him to stop doing those drugs what you sold him? I was amazed to witness <laughs> this whilst waiting to actually go to the toilet. Worst place by Does far. Does for a pee in a gay club? Is that, is that something people do? 
Unfortunately, they do, but you don't want to know no, how. No, I mean, do people actually go for a pee in there? Because it seems to me that you do anything but go for a pee in a, in a gay tour. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>. It's... <laughs> uh, people want to be the cleaning guy at that place. I mean, the guy goes to a seedy, like, bathhouse where gay sex is going on, and he complains that it smells of wee and people doing a lot of drugs so that they can get high enough to fuck each other in the arse. I mean... <laughs> fuck strangers in the arse. I, I don't know. Anyway, I think... back to the canal pusher. Uh, that's when the Twitter <laughs> hashtag the pusher became popular. Daily Star Sunday was first to report the story on January 11th last year using the Freedom of Inf- Information legislation to report that 61 bodies had been pulled from Manchester waterways in six years. Actually, the number the number of bodies was far greater, 85, although the deaths covered the whole of Greater Manchester, not just Manchester itself. Greater Manchester Police right. issued the first of many denials, saying it had been uh. established no link between the deaths. Other than they're all found, right. all found in got some, some facts. That's no link, some that's facts. No right. link so, whatsoever that they're all find, found in a canal. I couldn't find canal deaths because that's a bit too fucking spurgy. But I found drownings. Yeah. And in the entire country, the average amount of people who die from drowning in a year is about 400 in a year. So that's the entire country, though. That's the entire, well, the entire United, United Kingdom. So they've, I don't know what. So they're having about 10 of those. I, I don't know. I don't, Hard to say in it whether it's. Can you right, get, can out. you get drownings by city? Like just compare Manchester and Birmingham. I don't think anyone's ever done this. this, is uh, this. I don't think they don't ever. Yeah. No one's got this about it. I think yeah. no one's thought about doing this data where they thought, oh, because I, I listened, I listened to a podcast and they, I can't remember what the Birmingham deaths were, but they said that the Birmingham deaths were like way below the um, Manchester ones. Oh, he lived right oh, next to the... Two, two, oh, we are now. Fuck. Wrong one. Ah, nah, sorry. So Manchester, oh. so Manchester police issued the first of many denials saying it established no link between the deaths. But an academic at Birmingham University, Professor Craig, ja- Craig Jackson, gave the story credibility, speculating about the possibility of a serial killer and telling the star it is extremely unlikely that such an alarming number of bodies found in the canals is the result of accidents or suicides. Other newspapers, including the MEN, that's the Manchester Evening News, I'd guess, Followed up on Professor Jackson's comments. Uh, did did Manchester police reinvestigate these cases? No, they didn't reinvestigate them, but they did carry out a review of all the cases. Does anybody know the difference between an investigation and a review? A review is when the investigation's been done, right? Yeah. Well, following this review, have a guess. It have a guess when they look at it and go, "Yeah, we, we can't be bothered with this." <laughs> have, have a guess. Have a guess what they said following the review. Altogether, now there was no evidence of a serial killer at the work on that work on waterways of Greater Manchester. Swamp gas over Venus, then. Yeah. I, whilst you've been reading out these things, I've been reading about this Malaysian who. There was a media blackout on on covering a story, but um, yeah, th- this guy is like a Dennis well, Nielsen. He had a thing for straight guys, 11. didn't he? Sinaga did. Well, well, Sinaga says that. Um, uh, what what was he saying? Um, something about oh, Sinaga claimed his victims were enjoying acting out a sexual fantasy of playing dead during intercourse. 
Um, but the defence was described as ludicrous and unanimously rejected by the four trial juries in Manchester. So you had to go to four different trials because there's like nearly 130 victims. So, uh, yeah. Um, many of the men could be heard on film snoring when he raped them. One man told the court he showed a scan of his unborn child before he fell unconscious. Dismissed the idea that he would consent to what single fifty. Oh dear. Uh, no, I don't want to read about this anymore. Why? No, no, not doing it. I'm closing it. No, no, it's just, it's too disturbing. I posted the article in Tooting Pad. If you want to read about that fucker, that should have been shot. But instead, he's going to be spending. I've got, a... I've got some good data. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is monthly variation in drownings from 1989 to 2001. This is the entire country, right? It says cause and water body. Table one breaks down the drownings by activity prior to drowning and water body. 63% of drowning cases, that's between 1989 and 2001, that's 2,268 of drownings, occurred in rivers. 23%, that's 815 in lakes. 12.6%, 449 in canals. So from the entire period of um, 1989 to 2001, only 449 people um, died, died, uh, well, drowned in canals. If you and if you divide that by the number of years, that's an average of thirteen per year. You can expect thirteen per year people 13, over the whole country. 13, for the whole country, you can expect thirteen people a year will drive, well, die from drowning in canals. Mm. So that's the entire country. What would you expect? All right, hold on a minute. Right, who's got real autism? Because we need to figure out where where all the canals are in the country, and then work out an, an average. <laughs> God, no, no, fun. no, I, I, I pass. Yeah. Right, no, I know, I know. Where, Birmingham where is a most... pretty big canal canal place, isn't it? Still, it's still too many. Like yeah. Manchester shouldn't be getting that many because it's it's ten per year, well thirteen per year for the entire fucking country. Well, they've had, um, what are they, 86 over, uh, you haven't got any, like, super up-to-date stuff, but that's, like, 85, was it 2008? Is that 2008 to uh, thingy, so? Well, one of the things I find interesting about all of this is that um, someone in the chat, sorry, I forget your name, you can repeat yourself if you want, said that Salford, right next to Manchester, they too have canals, they don't have a gay village, they don't have a problem with uh, oh, dozens Phil. of bodies ending up so, in the thing. So the only figure I can give you is eighty-five. Um, eighty-five have been uh, have died in river, rivers, canals, and other waterways in Greater Manchester between two thousand and eight and two thousand and fourteen. Eighty-five. That's rivers and canals. Yeah, that's the whole shebang, though. So they're obviously uh, they're obviously playing with these figures, aren't they, to make to make them appear lower than they actually are, aren't they? I didn't know that. Um, Aylesbury's not in Oxfordshire; it's in Buckinghamshire. It yeah, says Birmingham has got the most canals. All right. Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham's got more canals than Venice. I didn't know that. Birmingham, it's the Venice of the North. Oh, yes, you know. Middle. So we'd expect them to have more more deaths per capita than Manchester if it was to be... And also the canals way. are right in the drinking district, exactly the same as 
It, I mean, it's pretty much like for like. So if you could get canal deaths in Manchester and Birmingham, you 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 could you would have a like for like comparison. Oh, oh, curiosity. Yeah. I'm I'm going to look up dr- drowning victims in Bruges because uh, that's that's also called the the uh, Venice of the North. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got this. That's interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's fucked up though. Four hundred and forty-nine people die have died between that. So thirteen people a year die in canals. Jack the Dipper, Jack the Stripper, and Shipman. Why so many spiteful mutants in Manchester? <laughs> if only we had some sort of Manchester correspondent who could tell us what it's actually like, instead of us just speculating about well, what Manchester on, is. Manchester because I, I'm yeah. I'm just assuming that it's just full of quars. And what, how is Salford any different? Is Salford any different? Uh, the the other thing as well is that is a lot of these are, are quite quite similar to the um, uh, you know about the Happy Face Killer, don't you, uh, Nordic? Yeah, they're quite similar in the fact that a lot of them they 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 all went out on the piss. T- load of mates go out on the piss together. One of the one of one of them gets separated off and ends up dead in the water. Yeah, which is a very similar th- similar situation. Talk usually talking to a stranger similar that nobody MI. knows or can find. Very similar, am I? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? So it's 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 definitely more than one one man, even though um, that that foreign did oh, a lot shit. of they're, it. They're, how about this one then? Um, there was David Plunkett, who was 21, was found dead in the Manchester Ship Canal in 2012. His parents have strong posi- strong suspicions because his death that his death was no accident, as a coroner ruled. So what happened was um, they thought he'd pocket dialed them, um, but they carried on listening to see what's happened, and they heard him like running and screaming, like an unearthly scream was what they said, like ghastly screaming was how they described it. And then he was found no. dead in the canal. Uh, so, mother of trainee sports teacher Nathan Tomlinson, twenty-one, another another guy. This was found dead in the River Irwell in two months after a Christmas night out. Believes her son de- son's death was suspicious, as his coat, phone, passport, passport, and wallet. Well, that, I suppose that's a bit more. Um, a bit different. He said he texted his family saying he was pacing himself and was drinking shandy. Uh, his body was pulled from the water near, near a Delphi bridge. I mean, that could be straight up robbing, though, isn't it? I, I usually find they're more suspicious when um, when money isn't missing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if there's no obvious signs of robbery, then, you know. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, but these deaths sound suspicious, don't they? Uh, yes, canals can be dangerous places, especially at night. Gay men have used towpaths to have sex, and muggers have taken advantage in the past. 2013, four men and a youth were jailed for a robbery spree around the Rochdale Canal. That's what you just read, read out, wasn't it, Hobbit? Oh, no, I hadn't read that one. No. Um, Ian says that the Moors murders were also from there. Yeah. Does that ring a bell? Yep. Have we done the Moors murders? Yeah, because that, that was that Myra Hindley. Yeah, that's where it was fucking obvious that she was the one yeah. pulling the strings and not Brady. Yeah, 
So it might not even just be men that is doing it. It might be like women as well, and they just see like these gay men, and for a bit of a giggle, they right, push so them into the Are you ready canal. for the swamp gas over me over Venus moment? So is that an end to the matter? Well, there are unanswered questions over particular deaths. There will be speculation. A retired senior detective, Tony Blockley, told C4 documentary. Channel 4 documentary had no evidence of a serial killer in the cases of Suvik Pal, Nathan Tomlinson and David Plunkett, but he conceded rumours would continue. Mr. Buckley said, if a, if a serial killer decided to cause their death by pushing them in the water, how could that person guarantee they would die? In which case, survivors would have come forward. Well, not in a canal. Have you ever... it seems like it seems the perfect way of killing someone, because yeah. I'm looking at the data and it says it's a... <laughs> If anyone wants to murder someone, by the way, I'm just going to give some advice. Yeah. It says, uh, no, I'm not right. It's obviously a joke, obviously. It says 66%, uh, so 66% of uh, bodies found by drowning, um, the, the, um, after autopsy, um, the cause was unknown. Yeah. So it uh, seems like a meant way of killing someone. Like, uh, you, yeah, you I mean, if, if, you've got your, if you've got your way of barging them into the water down, Pat, it's even better, isn't it? All you looks have got to do it. If you just feel like killing someone, just—I'm not saying this. This is fucked up. <laughs> it, it seems as if it seems as if you just get away with it. They never find out what happened. Maybe it's that yeah. um, in uh, uh, Manchester Police, they they don't like the gays very much, and so when they see like some male corpse covered in shit and all the other stuff that's in the canal, and they just like uh, go, "Hey, pathology, do you want to deal with this?" Oh, sure. We'll hose him down. Oh, won't they get rid of the evidence? I'm not touching him otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, I suppose it's hangover from... Uh, do, I suppose, don't suppose any of you guys are old enough to remember James Anderton. He was the uh, he was the chief constable of Manchester and he was like a, a, he was a big-time Christian, so he was against all this kind of stuff. More likely to drown in a canal a kilometre than you are in a river. But yeah. oh, we've got that data, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they're they're artificial, aren't they? With high sided, uh, high sided flat walls, aren't they? There's no banks as such, is there? And they're yeah. they're, they're supposed to be like, uh, I want to say they're supposed to be designed for fast flowing water, but they're not really. It's just they they're designed for like being easily drainable and uh, deep enough that boats can go through them without um, breaching the hull. Well, also, also the other thing. I mean, if you if you can murder someone and dress it up as gay, like like you said, Hobbit, people don't want to deal with it, do they? Yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking. It's like it's like, pro it's like prostitutes. Uh, uh, the police don't really put as much effort into finding prostitutes, do they? Prostitute. No. <laughs> someone in the chat. Murder, I think it, I think it might have been Ian. He says that. A lot of the victims uh, or revelers in the in the Manchester gay village are uh, air stewards, so people don't question if they go missing or not. Mm. So there just seems to be a lot of like uh, th there's a lot of contributing factors to like when a body gets found in the canal, nobody's really too um, interested in it. I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, coroners are normal people, aren't they? They have a workload. And they've got to get down it, haven't they? I mean, if they if they can rule something out, you know, just fuck it off. I mean, I'm sure there are people that are like that that don't treat the job treat, treat the job with the necessary uh, attention because they have a huge fucking backlog to get through. 
Yeah. Um, <coughs> it could be. I mean, I, I do find it interesting. Is there any way of finding the, like, the statistics? But apparently uh, Salford doesn't have these problems. Yeah. And they've got plenty of uh, canals. <laughs> well, they, 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 but it's but it's as I, as I was saying before though. You know the uh, um, I think they used to cook, used to used to call it on on the last podcast. Unless they used to call them the less dead. You know, they're people you can get away with killing, like prostitutes and uh, and and gays. Ah, I get it. So what what was actually happening is is these people were talking about evidence of flat Earth and saying, look, look, we can use the canals, or we can set up experiments where we observe the curvature of the Earth. So I'm going to shine a light. Then they get pushed in, and then the globalists, uh, when they've been confronted with how the canals show no curvature in the Earth, they just push them under, and then they drown. So it's not actually like related to sex or anything. It's just that there's a hot debate over the curvature of the Earth in Manchester using its canals. So there we go. Back to flat Earth. Does it? Does the largest group of people losing the largest group of people losing their lives in 2018 was once again those people who had no intention of going into the water and were walking or running close to the water. Mm. It's like a mass. Seems as if it's just like if you're running near the water, it's gonna. It's, it's like it's fucked, man. If you can literally just push people in the water and no one will fucking know, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. If he's got if he's got his uh, his mo down pat, you know, he's got his his modus operandi down pat, and he can just fucking whack someone in the water. Then just, I mean, I mean, you think of it. If you're some kind of sicko, you 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 boot someone into the water. You found a way of shoulder barging them so it doesn't leave any marks, and then you just you do, you yeah. just sit and watch them, don't you? You sit and watch them die. Yeah, and then when when they do an autopsy, when they do an autopsy. They do an autopsy or an investigation. They, they just have to conclude. Oh, he, he probably tripped while he was running, mm. while he was walking, stuff. Yeah, pissed up, fell in. But I mean, you you imagine being that killer, and, and then you've got the extra thrill of watching him struggle and watching him trying to get out and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, and when they but, get out, you put them in again. Yeah, I mean, isn't it like somebody like 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 uh, um, like higher up in the Manchester Police Force going like? Hmm, yeah, okay, so it, it seems like we get a lot of, like, joggers who just fall into the water and don't get up. And statistically, this is a bit of an anomaly because this happens a lot more than, say, over here in Salford or here in Birmingham. So what is it about our canals? Are our canals any different? Are the walls, like, do we not have walls? Because, like, in Amsterdam, there's canals which don't have any walls and they don't have tr trouble with all these people. I mean, yeah, there's a few drunken stone tourists which occasionally fall into it. I think that happened actually. They, there's like there was this American tourist who was high on magic mushrooms, and she fell into the water and decided it was a smart idea to breathe in the Dutch water and then drowned. And then uh, the, the Dutch people said, "All right, well, we're banning mushrooms now." So that's why, like, uh, there's these two brothers in 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 uh, uh, Holland who will grow truffles. Because they're saying, yeah, you can grow mycelium as long as there's no fruiting bodies. That's le that's legal. But if ever it starts to fruit and turn into mushrooms, then you're breaking the law. So yeah, um, drugs in it. Drugs and canals don't mix. 
Which is oh. strange, actually, because there's been times when I've been on the river on drugs, and it's been really good. <laughs> or the beach, or a swimming pool. Uh, what else have we got on the, uh, on the canal? Just a sure. pint of cider and a smoke in one hand, and you're just in a, on a rowboat. It's brilliant. I want to do that this summer. So there's an author that's saying there is a, a, there is a pusher. Thomas Sheridan, that's your mate, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, Thomas O'Sheridan. So he is. So I am. He, he was. The, he was the first one to say, "Oh, you know, I think. I think there's somebody who's killing the gays, and he doesn't like the gays very much. He's probably a homosexual, and uh, he's sick. He's really sick. I think he might be a psychopath. He's sick. He is. So I am. So I am. So I am. He's a. He's a homophobic. Thomas O'Sheridan. I don't think he's scared. I don't think he's scared of him though, because he's murdering him, isn't he? Ah, um. Looking at one of these uh, canals, and yeah, th there's no. Let me see. If if I was in that river, I would be there are, struggling. There are ladders periodically, but you know you've got to know. I mean, you imagine it. You're you're slightly the worse for wear. You've had a drink. You get you get pitched into the. Uh, canal. It's dark. It's dark. I mean, how are you going to fight? Are you going to fight? You're going to be very lucky to find them because you're going to be panicking, aren't you? Because your clothes are going to start getting wet. They're going to start weighing you down, aren't they? Especially if you've got a bloke who's like, every time you try and put your head above the water, he, he kicks it down in again. Yeah. But no, it must fit because, like, there's a chance that if he was kicking you in, you'd grab his foot and then pull him in as well. So, yeah, but would you uh, think like that if you're out. just panicking? Because you're completely panicking. Your only thought is about getting out, isn't it? It's not about pulling the other guy in, is it? I, I've got an image for you. I'm going to show a Google Street view of one of the Manchester canals. Yeah. And I think it, it encapsulates everything quite perfectly. Yes. Uh, did I just press the wrong button? Yes, I did. There we go. So to describe what I'm looking at in the chat, it's a canal. There's no railings to the side. There is a, a raised walkway with railings. And there's a, a discarded can of Fosters. I assume that's what the F Toppy. means. Toppy's been down there. Uh, yep, and so this is the called the Rochdale Canal. Rochdale Canal. Oh, there's, uh, that's where Thomas Sheridan was, and he got followed by a tall man in black, didn't he? Oh yes, and he's like, "I'm not, I'm not a gay. I'm not a gay. You, you can't, you can't push me in. I'm not gay. Definitely not gay. So I'm not." Uh, so there you go. Ah, and there's some graffiti for MUFC. Oh, yeah. So should we go along there a bit yeah. more? Should we, should we have a bit of a walk down the path? Argos, Whitworth Street, local Saintsbury's. Do, 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 oh, do. That's, that's, so that's what the canal looks like. I mean, you're not going to be, you're not going to be pulling yourself out of there, are you? Unless you're extremely lucky. Look, I mean, how, how long's that? A couple of hundred yards? And look, there's no ladders anywhere. There's no ladders anywhere along that. Yeah, and I suppose because a lot of people don't get how hard it is to get out of a canal. Yeah, that's the other part. I mean, they, they, there's like this in Oxford. They have this May Day ritual where the students will jump into the river, but they, uh, I think, they banned it a few years ago because they were jumping into the river and like breaking their legs because it's not that deep, or some of them were drowning. And uh, yeah. I think it's funny. I think it's survival of the fittest. But you imagine, but, uh, like, it's a bit dark, you're a bit worse for wear, you you happen to be the one walking close to the river, you know, you only got a shoulder barge, haven't you, like a 
uh, uh, you know, a barge, and that's it. They're in, aren't they? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at this uh, this canal towpath, and it's like three foot wide. And uh, how did they? How are they doing Google Street View here? Is it? Oh, it's a, it's a bloke uh, with um. It's not. A, it's not a camera. It's like literally a bloke with a camera on his head doing it. Um, okay. So that there's Google Street View on the far of our canals. There yeah. is. Yeah. Just so just so you know what the uh, what the area is like, because because a lot of people think ah oh, you know I'll pull myself out, but you know it is quite difficult to pull yourself out of a canal because they're not really like anything else, is there? Yeah, well, the high sides, and there's not really any purchases. And even if you can, like, stick your fingers into a uh, crack in the bricks, it'll be covered in moss, it'll be slippy. Uh, and um, yeah, especially if you, you know, you, your coordination's not 100% because you might have been drunken on drugs. City Football Academy. There's a lot of football pitches here. English Institute of Sport, Etihad Campus. What, what, oh, okay. What you can go to university to learn to kick a ball. Yep. So where's this gay village? That's the Manchester City uh, Council. Well, suffice to say, yeah, there's a lot of canals in Manchester, and I could see how people could get pushed into them because they are. Um, because one of the things uh, Thomas was saying is like, how can a place like Manchester, with all of its uh, surveillance, how how can these be going? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm looking at these like these K-sides, uh, towpaths, and pathways by the canals. I can see there's a lot of places where that you can just get pushed in and nobody will see. And you know what? If you if you're shouting, I mean, Northerners are known for being loud and boorish. They'll probably just saw and open up the window on the flat and say, "Shut the fuck up! I'm drowning. Good. Hurry up and die." The guy that had the had the close the close call. The guy the guy on a bike. Uh. Makers Quarter UK, SY Electronics, Worrell Street. I mean, it seems like they put some, some railings on some sides of it, but again, it's not very, not very much at all. No, sir, no, siree. Right, so the victim, so the guy who survived it, so officers are said to be treating the incident as assault rather than attempted murder and are not linking it to any of the deaths in canals. The victim, father of two, told the newspaper is a complete psychopath. Even when I went in, he tried to stop me getting back out. He didn't try to steal anything. It was 10pm, I was working the late shift and coming home late. I saw a man out of the corner of my eye and he swung his arm and it caught me on my neck. I was under underwater with my legs twisted in the bike. I managed to get above the water and tried to get a grip on the side of the canal where it's slippy and mossy. That's when he kicked my hands away, which made me slip back under the water again. When I came back up, he was gone. I saw him running away. I managed to get out of the canal. 
So that's that. I've, I've, I found uh, Gay Village, which has an Alan Turing memorial in it. It's on Sackwell. So the attacker Sackville is of average Street. height with a normal hairstyle and was wearing a black jacket. So he's, you know, this is what you do if you're a serial killer. You don't look like some sort of fucking Google-eyed weirdo, do you? You, you look very normal. Very Unless you're Jimmy Savile. Yeah, Jimmy Savile's a rarity, isn't he? Well, except Noel Fielding looks a bit like him. And why did Jimmy Savile uh, style his hair after Myra Hendley? <laughs> it seems like they've put extra um, uh, elements in the Manchester. Like I'm on Gay Village here, and they got the the walls, but they've installed like some uh, aluminium and glass barriers on them to make yeah, the, I the think walls. Eventually, even... they were kind of shamed into actually doing something. Yeah, because it, it, when's these photographs taken? Where's this street view from? April 2019. So yeah, it looks like uh, yeah, that's that is a new that's a new feature. And there's a sign that danger of falling. So there is a sign saying you could fall in. And these these canals they're cold and they're deep and you aren't going to get out of them. Ah, uh, right, oh, that's that's nice. Right, so Churchill's the gayest pub in all of the so gay right, village. He's the guy who screamed, so I found a bit more about him. Uh, at one thirty on a sun uh, a.m. on a Sunday, he received a call from his friend saying the pair had lost each other, and she was reassured the friend she would call David on his mobile. Mrs. Plunkett said we rang, and David answered. He was incoherent. There was no noise in the background. It struck me he was on his own. Ten minutes into the phone call, he started screaming. He was howling and yelling. It was horrendous. She handed the phone to her husband, Mike, and dialed the emergency service, but little could be done because they did not know where he was. They managed to keep the phone line open until 4.30am, but there was no further contact. Dun, dun, dun. His inquest heard that the, his anguished parents rang him to check if he was okay after he had lost his powers. He started to scream and howl, they said. They dialed 999 on another phone and held the two hand handsets together so the police officer could hear his distress. It's the last time they spoke to their son. The Daily Star Sunday sent an email. Um, so this Craig Jackson guy seems to be really, really into this thing. He, he, seems, to, he seems to be one of the few people that's interested in it. Hmm. Well, I found a, a Lebo bar in, well, in actually, the game. The David Blunkett thing. Uh, David Blunkett. The David Blunkett thing is uh, mentioned in Keep the miss, missing four one one thread on uh, on Reddit. Ah, uh, there must be some Irish over here because I've just found something called the Molly House. It's got a mural painted on it. So when you get close to it, Google Street View just like blurs the entire thing out. That looks I think like a lot a of these guys are straight, though, aren't they? The canal pushes victims, aren't they? I I don't think there's any motive beyond the fact that they're an easy victim. Push them into the canal, watch them drown yeah. and die. Yeah, yeah, I think it's quite simple. And then you get your kicks, and then you get your kicks from watching them die, watching them like really, really suffer. I, I assume that's it because they're trying to pull their weight. I suppose it's something akin to like um, sore or something like that, where you where you're actually getting your kicks from watching them suffer, aren't you? Or is it lack of lack of impulse control? Well, I think we've all had it where you, you, you know, what I mean, I've walked past people near a canal for two men going pushing fucking in, see what happens, you know, but you yeah. I don't do it, obviously. 
Yeah. Do you, what, do you, what do you think, Phil? Do you think, do you think, from what you've heard and seen, one guy, or do you think it's a group of guys, or people are are all doing the same thing, or what? I think it's probably one bloke who's who's got a problem, and he's got a mm. problem with fucking impulse uh, control, and and he's he's he's, he's perhaps walked down one day, and he's he's probably had, you know, he couldn't control himself. He thought, fuck it, just push him, man. Yeah. And, he, and then um, he's just carried on from there on in, hasn't he? Really? Yeah, like uh, I, I say, did you see? Did you see that towpath I put up earlier? The the Google Maps towpath, you know that kind of thing. All, all you'd need is to like just jostle someone in the shoulder, wouldn't you? And, you, and they'd be off in there, wouldn't they? Nordic, you've been quiet. Hmm. Sorry, I was just reading some article about Dibby Kate Garraway and her fucking shitty oh, fuck documentary. You. We just fucking die already, Jesus Christ! She's made a documentary now. It's called Kate Garraway Finding Derek. Kate Garraway Finding Derek's have been pushed into a canal along with Kate Garraway. Like she was like, oh, he's he's so ridden by by COVID. He's got holes in his lungs and it's like, yeah, that's from all the cocaine. <laughs> so it's funny wow, how out of everyone, everyone that got COVID, it's funny how uh, Kate Garraway's husband is the only single one well, it, who's it had to be put like into a mad coma. He's been in a coma for about three like years. He's got holes in his fucking lungs. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like COVID to me. No, she's just using the COVID because it's in the news. Oh, here we, here we go. It's... In hospital. But there's I, something I've... more wrong with that guy. It looks more like uh, AIDS Jaff to me. says in the chat, he says, I bet Hobbit looks like Millhouse from The Simpsons if Millhouse was a conjoined fetus on the side of some guy's face. Yeah, sure, whatever. I, th- I, I think found, Jaff uh... is Brutus, isn't he? <laughs> Jaff, Jaffa, yeah, yeah. Clone yeah. Zone. There's, there's a. I'm just Have looking you found through any the bizarre, gate. Bizarre theories on. The... Well, like I said, I, I came up with one where I, I said that I think what's going on is that the uh, they are going. Um, they're trying to prove there's no curvature and measuring the uh, uh, the canals curvature, and then they're just getting pushed in. Oh, okay. Yep, that's what I thought it was. It's it's a gay store. It's literally called. Gay. Oh, wow! And they they have apparel called Nasty Pig. Hmm. I think, I think it's it could be the case that whoever's doing this is quite aware of the fact that if you get pushed in the canal and you die, they're not going to be able to. The police don't really want to talk about it either, either, do they? He's he's like doubly. Uh, he's. Like, we are looking from the data. It said, "What was it? Eighty-one percent of fucking people who die in a canal, they can't establish cause of death. They don't yeah. know if you were pushed yeah. in. If you've fallen, there's no way of knowing. So, um, maybe there's someone high up in the police force or something who knows this, and they're like, oh, fucking hell, got a bit of a problem. All right, if I want to kill people, and this is like literally the perfect way of killing people. All I've got to do is push them in, get my kicks, and I can keep doing it without getting caught." Yes. Well, there are other pushers as well, isn't there? Because there are people that push people onto uh, subway tracks and things like that, isn't there? Yeah. It's just really tempting. <laughs> yeah. Really tempting. Yeah. Napoleon's Bar, the oldest nightclub in the village. In the village. <laughs> 
three floors of entertainment, all gay, all day. The village fish and chip shop serving AIDS with every bit of fish. Just some AIDS and your fish and chips. Ooh. 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 Village hair, unisex hair salon. Yeah, right. So here's okay, some, sure. some other stuff from around the world. So, New York City subway shove victim says she literally saw nothing before attack. Woman who's randomly shoved into a moving train in Manhattan this week said she literally saw nothing before the sudden attack. So, out of curiosity, sorry, I'm just looking at a, a place called Crunchy Fried Chicken. Next to it, Max Hole's Chip. It says fish pies, curry, burgers, kebabs, falafel. Fat layer. What can can someone tell me? Like oh from Manchester, God. what I've just found. I've just found a better story. Uh, Big Apple rampage. Naked man electrocutes himself after shoving New, New York City subway passenger onto tracks in wild attack. <laughs> a naked man wandering around New York City subway station died by electrocution after Southern shoving another passenger onto the tracks during a world attack. The man was on the platform at the 110th seats in Central Park North Station on Saturday afternoon when he attacked the passenger, police said. Mm. Shocking video footage shows the completely nude man dancing around the platform before he pushes the person down onto the tracks. Um, when a good Samaritan jumped down to help them, the naked man followed and started beating that person as well. During the attack, the nude man came, to in, came into contact with the third rail. That is the third rail. And electrocuted himself. Whoops. Da, 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 da. Oh, uh, sub, Subway Pusher gets 20-year prison sentence for murder. So there's a lot of these. The the, 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 the pushing is a thing, isn't it? Yeah, people have got all the impulse control. There's something in their head and they're like, I can push him now. And they yeah. can't control themselves. They just go, oh, fuck it. It's like an itch on their head or something. It sounds fucked up, but that's how people, some people are. Um, I don't touch the red paint. So I don't touch the red paint. You just do it. Fucking hell, how about this one then? Um, this woman says, I'll never forget the day, July 26, 2010. My ex-Brooklyn neighbours were in town for the week with their newborn. I was headed uptown to their hotel to meet the little man. I was happy to be leaving work. It was a nice day out, happy to be seeing some old friends. I went down the familiar steps to catch the train of West 4th. There were a group of teenage girls walking towards me. The train was also coming into the station. I do not remember if it was the express or local. I didn't, it didn't matter because I could take either. They were spread out, practically taking up the entire platform width. I remember thinking, should I go all the way around them or just squeeze in between them and the train? Typically, I'm overcautious, but it was summer. I was wearing one of my favourite white dresses, probably humming a song. I decided to walk between them and the train. That's when the girl closest to me decided to push me into the oncoming train. Didn't that happen with a black woman on a platform as well recently? Blacks, Say that again, sorry, Hemi. Didn't a black, didn't a black yeah, woman push, try to push a girl on the tracks or something? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it, the the pushing thing is quite is quite common. I mean, there's loads of stuff. Erica Mendez, paranoid queen, paranoid queen subway pusher found fit to. I'm gonna put that one up. Uh, Muslim hating woman's shocking confession to shot. Cops after pushing immigrant to his death in front of New York subway train. F 
Like, I mean, it seems like this is quite quite a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Quite a problem, eh? People pushing people. Yeah. Yeah. I think if no one's there to see it, they can only can't stop the cause of death. Maybe they just think it's fucking fall over. Yeah. Just fucked up. Be safe with that. I'm not fatally pushed passenger in front of subway train. Uh, so it's just it's going on literally fucking everywhere, isn't it? It's an epidemic. It's a real epidemic. I suppose it's scared of COVID. If you're a psycho, it's it's a good way to get yourself off the mark because you know you might you might get caught, you might not. Exactly, it's a perfect it's a perfect murder. Any any um, schizophrenics listening? Yeah. Um, crack on. This is the best way of doing it, lads. Get Advice yourself. from the 37. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Killer Net. But if you ever want to call us degenerate, but we give you the best advice possible. Right. Yeah. Additional advice. Um, I'm not saying do it, but if you're not going to do it, you'll get away with it, probably. Uh, right, so. Yeah, it just seems 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 to me weird weird how how desperate they are to um, squash the rumours of the uh, canal pusher. Because um, it scares people, doesn't it? People are like, yeah. what the fuck are you trying to say? If I walk near a canal and fall, then that you have no way of knowing if I've been murdered or not. Go, yeah. Go, yeah. What the fuck? How many people die a year near near rivers and stuff? And they'll say, well, loads of people actually. It's like in the hundreds and thousands. Like it happens all the time, honestly. Yeah, yeah it, it, it it's, but uh, again, I just think uh, that thing about Salford and Birmingham is this an issue? In other places with canals, can't seem to find much about Bruges or Venice. So, yeah, train pushers are usually black. They like drugs, don't they? I think that's due to higher levels of schizophrenia. The weed probably doesn't help. Mm. About time to start hate. pushing back, lol. I was about to say that. So, yeah, you're not safe out there. You're not safe out there at all. Um, I wouldn't walk near a canal if I were you. Away from them. Or if you are walking near a canal and you walk past someone, be, just be cautious. They could push you the fuck in. Yeah. People are fucking mental out there. Make sure they're sure canal side if you're walking by somebody. Yeah. If they try to push you in, you push them in, and then mm. say, no, fuck off. What would you... Yeah, then here's a question. What would you do then if someone tried to push you in the canal? Would you push them in and then let them get out, or would you make sure they die? I suppose it depends. Well, if, you're, if you're already off balance, I think I'd grab onto their jacket or whatever. Yeah. You, If you want to hope yeah. to be in the situation where you're walking away from it, or, or more accurately, you're running away from it, and they're just flaming in the canal... They say, help me. It's like, fuck off. You just try to push me in. I'm not helping you. <laughs> yeah, just well, use, that's what you... use them as a flotation aid. That's what you do. Don't try and dra- if you are already off balance, drag them in with you and use them as a flotation aid. That's what you want to do, don't you? They say, help me, give this man. Fuck off. I'm giving you an hand, not bad. Try and drown me. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Try... Walk on the left. Don't walk on near the... I'm using... Like... 
I'm still going around doing like a tour of this gay fish. Dr. Meows. Try Dr. Meow's king-sized fried chicken fillet, guaranteed chicken, and layered fruit juice. Ping pong ching chong, Mr. Meow. Yeah, it's fruit juice what's in layers. Yeah, top cat said girls shouldn't ever go on training runs along canals. Mm. It's the thing, though. If you look at the data, the majority of people who die near rivers and lakes and canals as blokes, like women, it, it rarely happens. I uh, don't know why that is. So you're uh, telling me this, these canal pushers are not equal opportunities. They are like uh, disproportionately. Actually, you've you got also got needs to change that to white girls because black girls and Asian girls can go fucking jogging down the uh, canal all they want and get pushed in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> when is the last time you saw a black woman jog? They're all fucking That's true. Actually, that's 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 well, very also, true. Just, they just, to, just to be kind of like the interests of uh, the interests of normality. Um, guys are fucking stupid. You've got to remember that. Guys are kind. Of, the yeah. men are men are the risk takers, aren't they? They are prone to taking yeah. risks, especially when it comes around water. Hence, why water, jumping in yeah. all that kind of stuff. Anything. That's why women live longer than us. Yeah. And testing around as well. I bet a lot of these cases as well as um, I don't know, walking with your mate or running with your mate, and they say, yeah. it's, "I'm gonna push you," and you fucking know that, and then they push you in, and then, <laughs> and then you die, and they go, "Oh shit." Do well, where, where, where I used to live when I was uh, 16, we had um, at the top of the road was all the nightclubs and about halfway down there was a, a river with a bridge crossing and people would get pissed in the nightclubs and they'd be like jumping off of the bridges and like falling off of the bridge and loads of people have died in the river down here from getting pissed up. Well, the, 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 the other the other problem with it with a canal pusher is that is that Manchester Greater Manchester Police have made it utterly clear that they're not interested in following this stuff up. So they kind of they can't do anything. What can they do? They find they can't do anything though because if they find a body, all they can say is we found a body, and they can't conclude what happened to it. I mean, no it would way have of to knowing be something what like a massive surveillance um, operation, wouldn't it? Do you think this is um, going well, like this will be encouraging others? They're going like, oh, well, all these people keep dying in these canals. I'm going to go and like, not saying I'm, but I'm just saying like, some person who'd be made like aware of the facts go, yeah, this sounds like a good place to do some murders and get away with it. Yeah, copycat. Yeah, again, again, again we're back to the we're back to what I was saying before. The the gays are like they're like they're kind of like prostitutes, aren't they? They're on the edges of um, they're on the ev edges yeah. of uh, polite society. Nope. They do all their weird but... fucking like risky gay shit. You you have pe you are, you have people who are who are who, are re who have a wife and kids, and they go out to the gay gay clubs and get fucked and stuff like that. You know, it's you've got a lot of people yeah. with a lot of stuff to hide, haven't you? Burst Nordic the says they probably aren't copycats. The the grinder, yeah. the police. Probably loads of people who do research right now. They go, oh, fucking hell, this is perfect. <laughs> did you, oh, you ever research? Did you ever research grinder killer Hemi? Fucking hell. Uh, I know a little bit about him. Um, I think I know a bit more about Colin Island. Look into the police investigation. Because the police did not want to investigate it, A, and B, they really did not want to say it's a serious killer. They are gay, though. 
just be really it. Uh-huh. It's... Well, they didn't want to say they even swim? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's swam the English Channel. I think the way it's, I think the way it is so now. Not, right. If you're gay, don't go near a canal. Oh no! I don't feel that Nordic's trying to make a point. Sorry, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're alright. So what are you going to say, Nordic? The grinder killer. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, the the police didn't want to investigate it, and they also didn't want is, to. Is the grinder um, is the grinder killer the guy that drugged him up? Put, uh, um, drugged him and killed him, and then just like propped the bodies up outside his house and the local church and stuff like. Is that the guy? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the Stephen one. Stephen Port, isn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, the the police didn't want to admit that there was a a serial killer, even though all the evidence suggested there was a serial killer. You got all these gays left dead in in a in a so very close proximity to each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah didn't uh, and they just didn't want to. And the, the gay community said that it it was it was almost like the police were unwilling to um, investigate the crime. So you know, it's those homophobic elements, as they call it, inside the police, which is just the police <laughs> being the police. They don't really yeah. give a shit if they get a, a queer dead on their fucking slab as long as they can actually get someone for it because you know it's a waste of police resources yeah, Connor Island got away with it for a long time didn't he yeah I can't remember how they caught Colin Island was, was Colin Island the, the bomber was Colin Island the nail bomber or was that someone else that was Copeland Copeland, Copeland was, was the nail was bomber, the nail bomber. Um, Colin Island Colin was Island. actually <laughs> murdering him weren't he yeah <laughs> I mean, again, you had, um, I mean, the shit, the shit that fucking um, Dennis Nielsen was getting away with. One of Hobbit's favourite episodes, eh, Hobbit? Well, I'm thinking this, this Mr, this Malaysian, whose name I'm not going to repeat, he, he saw what Dennis Nielsen did and was like, those are rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah, and he just, like, bummed them. I don't know, I mean, what, what happens if, like, Raymond Tanaga's, you know, accidentally gives someone too much? I mean, is he going to drag him down to the canal and fuck him off in there? I'm surprised he didn't. Uh, oh, Colin Ireland what... was the gay player. Yeah. Oh, he was literally like gutting him and all sorts and posing the bodies and stuff, weren't he, Colin yeah. Ireland? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there is a big, there is a big thing where the police just don't want to get involved in it, do they? No. Like prostitutes, it takes them quite a while to get involved in prostitutes. I think I, don't, I think even the Sutcliffe thing, they didn't really get involved until that mother or two, that normal mother or two got murdered, did they? Well, the, the thing with the gay community and the, the, the things they do is they're just victims of their own degeneracy. Like they, leave, they live these degenerate, disgusting lives and they're so crippled by society pushing all of these disgusting narratives on them that they just fucking snap the same things happened recently in uh georgia with this kid that went in and shot up the uh massage parlors he stated his reasons for doing it were um sexual tensions he had a sexual addiction was over sexualized and he saw 
these massage parlors as uh, outlets. So he went and shot them up, basically. So everyone, everyone, we don't need to come in and tell us about American Asian massage parlors. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing that the, uh, the the massage therapists end up taking a shot in the face anyway. Yeah. Well, he just walked in. I think he killed eight people. Shit. Yep. Pretty bad. They're trying to link it up to um, uh, white supremacy. But he's already stated it's not white He didn't do it for white supremacist reasons. He done it because um, he saw it as a, an outlet of vice. And because of... Well, it's... It's, it's a kid that's a victim of society and he's taking out his he's taking out the post-traumatic stress that society has created and he's taking it out on one of the uh one of the pillars of this degeneracy so that's the the asian massage parlor would be sort of illicit sex sort of the sex industry wouldn't it so it's amazing to watch these people snap, don't you think, Phil? I think with the uh, there's there just comes to a certain point where uh, well they snap. Yeah, but not just... their brains not wired. Our, our brains, our brains and our bodies are not wired for the society we live in these days. That's why so many people are depressed. That's why so many people kill themselves because yeah, I mean, they do, just do remember, don't feel. Um... Next anymore I, I don't suppose you remember but there used to be a huge there was a massive flap of like postal employees just losing the plot it was like during the 80s it's uh, That's why I think, it was isn't called there a documentary going about it called yeah, going postal yeah, yeah. going postal where the that's term why, comes from yeah that, that's why there's the game series called postal based on that yeah, yeah. but dude I, I walked think... into a dude walked into yeah. a corporate office in america and shot the place to holy hell that's where Do it you comes think, from like, could the um with, with with the gays when they realize that everything they're doing is like a a, a deaf a hedonistic death cult and some of them just take it literally and it's like okay i'm going to start killing my victims now well you look at the rates of suicide in the um gay community well, it, it looks mild compared to the trannies. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. True uh, Phil, that. Phil, were you going to say something? I was just saying Postal's a good game. Uh, and also, um, also um, dentists have got a high suicide rate, haven't they, dentists? Uh, vets. Yeah. Vets, I think vet. I, I thought it, I heard it was vets. Yeah. Oh, veterinarians. Are, veterinarians, uh, among... not, not of the Iron Duke variety. Amongst um, uh, well, also, also the they have the uh, also unlike the um, doctors, they have the access to the uh, to the putting down chemicals, don't they? Yeah. It, of all the professions, dentists commit suicide the most. And they have the most amount of strokes, well, the most amount of baldness. Okay, let, let's, but let's the reason, why, the reason, well, with dentists is probably because they're huffing in mercury all the time, so it's making them go mental. That could be leading to heart attacks. When when you're doing all those metal fillings on people day in, day ten out... Ten professions with the highest suicide rates. Uh, ten out of ten is scientists. Prison guards is up there. I read it. 
And then moving in a, at number nine is prison. I read a thing once that said that um, most. No, it said on average, a prison guard will be dead within 10 years of retiring. Right, so in at 10, we have scientists. Uh, do you remember that? Mm. What was the, um, that death, that, that flap, Hobbit, the ones that were dying? Oh, microbiologists. Yeah, does anybody, did anybody get anywhere near to the bottom of that? Yeah, Bill Gates didn't like them working on the cure for his diseases. Uh, number nine, pharmacists. I think some of this. Okay. Is, I think that some of this is ac access to the right chemicals, isn't it? Oh, this is an American. Possibly. List. I do apologise. It's, it's an American list. Um, oh. so I'm have to adjust. Well, okay, just get get, get through, and we can do speculation afterwards. Yeah, farm workers at, at, in at eight. Do 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 do. Keeping the position at seven number seven. Out of ten it's... Electricians. Fuck. Ah, oh, Sparkies. Yeah. Uh, so, Mate, like, have you seen what fucking hate speech put in the chat? When I snap, I will hold out up on the roof with 27 cans of cat food, drinking my own piss for survival. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Charlie's, Charlie's been drinking his own piss for ages, though, hasn't he? <laughs> we'll get a fucking when Charlie snaps he'll commit suicide from his missus finding out all the phone, finding all the pictures on his phone uh, six, <laughs> out, six out of someone trying to tell me like drinking your piss is good for you I'm like what if it's so good for you then why are the kidneys getting rid of it uh, drinking your own piss always reminds me of, um, of uh, Blackadder isn't it he's been drinking his piss since before we left port do you remember that one yeah, that was good. Uh, six out of ten oh, real estate maybe. agents. No, no loss there. No, yeah. <laughs> nothing of nothing of yeah, loss no was loss lost. Uh, yeah, five out of ten police officers. Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Four out oh, of ten. That's probably, that's probably lawyers, lawyers should be number one out of ten, not, not fucking road. four. Uh, well, you still got room for politicians and journalists. Uh, financial workers. Good. Dentist is two. Doctors oh, what's number, number one? I'm guessing with the doctors, it's like a lot of them get depressed when they can't like cure, cure people, and because oh, there's a lot of doctors, you well, can tell they want. They like, think, oh, I found. I found ONS statistics of it, but the websites. ONS statistics. I'm not shocked that coppers feature high up on that list. I'm I just imagining two nights turning up at like three o'clock in the morning to uh, scrape someone off of a highway or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Some of those murders they walk into. Fuck. I, I, should, imagine, I should imagine firemen with, who's yeah, on another... motorway duty is a pretty fucking rough one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, oh, but can, yeah. Can but you go I, through the ONS. Can you use your autism superpowers on that ONS thing? The finest, the head. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking. I've just gone to um, just a bit east of Manchester, near Barnsley, and I found this thing called Mossley Road, and I see this unusual like stone thing on it, and ah oh, bollocks! I've just zoomed out and I've zoomed in, and I've bloody lost it. Well, it's Mossley Road. 
because I found something interesting on Mossley Road, and I, I just had it. Fuck. There it is. Oh, thank right, you. Male, Going I, back. I explain it to male and female, so I can tell you male and female. So in at nine. Da, 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 da. Elementary occupations. I don't even know what that means. Huh. Does anybody know what that means? Males working in the lowest skilled occupations had a 44% higher risk of suicide yeah. than, the, than the male national average. The risk among males in skilled trades was 35% higher. These stats are shit because it just says managing directors and senior officials, professional occupations. It's not... Um, it's not broken down well enough, is it? The risk of suicide was elevated for those in culture, media and sport, sport occupations for males, 20% higher than the male average and females 69% higher. Risk was highest amongst those working in artistic, literary, and media occupations. I suppose if you're... We need to uh, times those those by a factor of 10 in the arts. I suppose if you're very um, uh, competitive and you don't succeed and win the gold, that could be a cause for for, uh, suicide. Looks like looks like big D's in the lowest group. Metal forming, welding, and related trades are in the lowest. It looks like building, yes. building finishing trades are twice as likely to commit suicide. Is that back injuries or? I don't know. It might be. I think it's probably um, losing a big contract or something like that. I would I would imagine. Oh, apparently doctors cured Harvey. Oh, that's Harvey Smash saying that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, forklift truck drivers are more likely can't... to commit suicide than, uh, than van drivers or large good vehicle drivers. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is that they can't, they can't exactly explain why... The, the occupations um, factor into the mm. to the suicides. So, like it's it's really it's a really complex question. It says here the risk of suicide in different occupations has been extensively studied in the UK and internationally. Attempting to explain suicide by occupation is complex, as it is likely that a number of factors act together to increase risk. There are three broad reasons why an occupation may carry a high risk of suicide. Uh, Job-related features such as low pay and low job security increase risk. Uh, People at high risk of suicide may selectively go into particular kinds of occupations and having access to or knowledge of a method of suicide increases the risk. Yeah, I think think that's why why, uh, vets... I think that's why vets are probably the highest because they have access to the uh, yeah because they know how to do it to the euthanasia chemicals, don't they? Well, I yeah. just heard with the um, yeah they'd find access to uh, the drugs to do it. Um, yeah, yeah, they the because they're, the they're huffing in mercury all the time. It does make them go mental. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking around the York Ring Road now, seeing all the roundabouts of it. It's I bet, fascinating. I reckon, some, 
But yeah, the, the majority of suicides. Oh are yeah, we haven't. Hey Nordic, we haven't done unexplained histories. I'll put it in general. I think you might want to do the first one. Microbes are known to science found on the ISS. Oh, 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 this ISS, which is totally real, and how does it? Because that was the thing, actually. I, I, I spoke with uh, 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 my uncle about this. He's the one that uh, years ago said, "There's the ISS." Well, oh, oh, well, that dot there, okay. And I said to him, I said, well, look, here's the ESA's website saying it's going from pole to pole, but you go on the tracker and it's like, yeah, you're right. That's very unusual. Mm. I said, well, how's it changing its velocity? Because it's stopping and changing, isn't it? He says, no idea. No idea. Um, Scientists have discovered three strains of bacteria on the orbiting outpost that have never been seen before. With the idea of finding unidentified organisms... <laughs> or an Indian. <laughs> When the idea of finding unidentified organisms on the space station might sound like the plot of a science fiction horror movie, these particular specimens, frankly, nothing to worry about. No, move along. Definitely not a new strain of bubonic plague. Move along. It's definitely not canal pushers. <laughs> we were first identified... <laughs> you can, no, read, read the next line first, Hobbit, because that's going to make you laugh. They were first identified by researchers from the United States and Greater Manchester Police, India, <laughs> in samples <laughs> from various locations throughout the International Space Station in the last few years. Four strains were found in total. All of them belonged to family bacteria found in soil and water. Three, however, which were found in the station's overhead panels, dining room, and cupola module, That's have never been seen before. We're entirely new to science. The is, fourth, is the known cupola, as... Is the cupola module where they, where they get it on, is it? And that's the, that's the one where they don't turn the black light on. There's like bits, that's of, jizz, where, bits of jizz floating but, around and stuff. Well, that, that's where the cupola for the docking of couples. Oh, um, the fourth, known as... Yeah, some space docking. Methylobrum rhodesianium was found inside one of the station's HEPA filters. Easy for you to say, Hobbit. With the presence of these bacteria aboard this orbiting outpost might seem surprising. It's worth remembering the astronauts have been carrying out plant growth experiments for years. The whole genome sequence assembly oh, of well, the so three... Go, three oh, I want to take this petunia on. They go, oh, right then, and don't even look at it. Yeah. Fuck off. They know exactly uh, what's going on that going on that thing. If it is, yeah, that, that's why I uh, because everything that goes up there is irradiated, and those those seeds would have been carefully sterilised. Yeah. Anyway, these ISS strains reported here will and they don't exist anyway. Hobbit, does it? <laughs> well, some something's up there. Something's up there that's going bloody fast. I don't know what it is, but yeah, it, there's something. That can, that can turn on a sixpence it's as well. Yeah, reported uh, here and enable the comparative genomic characterization of ISS isolates with Earth counterparts in future studies, the study authors wrote. This will further aid in the identification of genetic determinants that might potentially be responsible for promoting plant growth under microgravity conditions and contribute to the development of self-sustainable plant crops for long-term space mission in the future, except it won't because space isn't real. Uh, they're doing a documentary about <laughs> Body Bridge in Scotland. I can't bother to read that. Uh, Money blue, uh, do you want to do this one, Hobbit? 42 mystery chemicals found in humans. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll do 42 mystery chemicals. Scientists! As in, yeah, you know, these people dress hey, up as... Woman, like, that I'm... woman on that picture looks like transsexual Peter Capaldi. 
here on uh, MH370 for after Hobbit's done this one. Scientists had discovered dozens of previously unseen chemicals that most of us carry within our own bodies. A study which was conducted by universities in uh, research in University of California, San Francisco, discovered a total of 55 chemicals never been reported in people before. Out of these, 42 of them are classed as mystery chemicals because it doesn't clear exactly where they could have come from or what impacts they might be having. It is believed most of them make their way into the body whereas consumer products or industrial processes. They were even found in the blood of the placentas of pregnant women. It is important to have these... Ah, uh, well, you see, here, here the, where they allay your fears. Important yeah. to note, however, these chemicals have been with us for years. Oh, and we've been degenerating for years, yeah. These chemicals have probably been in people for quite some time, but our technology is now helping us identify more of them, said Professor Tracy Woodruff. It is alarming that we keep seeing certain chemicals travel from pregnant women to their children, which means these chemicals will be with us for generations. Previously identified chemicals found within the human body include those found in pesticides, cosmetic products, flame retardants, but now known as flame morons, various pharmaceuticals, and PFAS compounds. What's no fucking PFAS idea what a PFAS No idea, and this article doesn't explain what a PFAS compound is. So, um, mind you, uh, Unexplained Mysteries is quoting fizz.org for this. The presence is a direct result of our use, consumption, and interactions with them everyday lives, and it seems unlikely that this will change any time soon. Exactly what type of effect they're having on us remains unclear. Uh, so what, then? So PFAS I'm going to just fans. go... What are PFAS? Yep. PFAS stands for a broad group of perfluoroalkyl... Do you know what that is, Albert? Well, and poly, oh, and polyfluoroalkyl substance. Oh, okay. So it's containing fluorine. Yeah, it's man-made chemicals. Yeah. The group contains yes, several categories and classes of durable chemicals and materials, which properties that include oil, water temperature, chemical fire resistance, as well as electrical insulating properties. Such characteristics are critical for use in important product applications across many many industries. 3M is one of several companies that, that produce some of these materials. A, gr a growing body of science has found that there are potential adverse health impacts associated with PFAS exposure, including liver damage, thyroid disease, decreased fertility, high cholesterol, obesity, hormone suppression, and cancer. These chemicals can easily migrate into the air, dust, food, soil, and water. Yay, we're all doomed. Different classes of PFAS are used in the manufacturing of a variety of products. Beyond well-known applications like carpet protection, okay, non-stick cookware, so it might be coming from uh, Teflon Hobbit, PFAS are it, used it in is, important yeah. products such as surgical gowns and drapes, where these materials well, Teflon help Well, Teflon is also known as polytetrafluoroethane, so PTFE, yeah. PTFE tape as well. So anyway, do we want to talk more about chemicals? Or do, uh, so have I. Um, do you want to, or do you want to hear about Exorcist claims movies contain actual demons? Because this could go in our cursed movies uh, episode from a few weeks back. Go on then, Hobbit. An exorcist from the Philippines maintains that popular horror movies a are a source movie. of actual, yeah, a source of actual real life demons. 
When William Friedrich's 1973 horror classic The Exorcist first released, some cinema ghosts were so disturbed by what they saw on the screen that it caused them to faint on the spot. While today the movie is still a classic, almost 50 years of increasingly violent and grotesque horror movies have left cinema audiences far less sensitive to the relatively tame scenes within it. For one man, however, the movie, as well as many other modern horror films, are not simply pieces of harmless entertainment. Well, we proved they're not in that for, uh, cursed movies thing. But sources for actual real-life demons capable of possessing the living. In a recent Facebook post, Father Ronnie E. Abalong of the Diocese of Dumagugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugug
some research. I don't understand. I don't think the British Navy would have messed up this bad guys. I don't. I don't think they would have raped one another. Definitely not. Well, it was. It was. Um, it was the fact that they didn't. They didn't realize that they were set. They were sailing towards one of the worst um, winters um, of the of that particular area. The the when, ice when was be uh, three times put, as they expected. Wouldn't they huh? be better off staying put though? Yes. Um, the the idea was to the, people were getting ill around the ships and they had to abandon the ships because the the ships became stuck in the ice like the oh. they'd sailed in and then the ice that's froze that's around the ships and they couldn't get them out. Chat saying the second joke stuck me. Can't remember when. Mummy Milky tastes like bathroom sealant. There we go. Still, it's actually, it was um, the, the food that they took along with them was what killed them because when they found the bodies, they oh, found um, he, high levels of lead in the in the so bodies. Here we go. Some, research, some researchers speculate the crew may have succumbed to disease or suffer from lead poisoning from the food tins. Well, those have blamed yeah. poor leadership for the crew's demise. Well, that, well, lead, no, lead, lead, uh, lead poisoning leads to uh, side effects of confusion, aren't they? One of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, what hallucinations? Uh, and uh, violent, unpredictable behaviour. Uh, violent yeah. crime actually went down when they phased out leaded petrol. Uh, so that is an interesting. If you look at nineteen nineties, was one of the uh, most peaceful times in modern British history. Um, they, they nowhere in this story did they say they encountered the Hyperboreans who put the fear of God into them and told them that if they don't flee, they will die, and they're probably going to die anyway. Uh, well, some they, issues, count, they encountered yeah. Inuits. They encountered Inuits while they were there, and apparently the Inuits said that some of them had been eating each other. The yeah. Royal Navy tried to play it off as just well, wild Nordic, stories. Nordic, from I don't the think the British British army would have been eating each other. Nordic, I, I think I think that's a load of hogwash. Well, it's the uh, it's the rule of the sea. <laughs> Uh, isn't there rumours that's why they used to have a cabin boy, you know, just in case things got a bit yeah. desperate? Well, it, 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 it's, it, it sort of spread as a rumour, but it, it's based on a true story where a cabin boy was eaten. Yeah. Well, planned expeditions to the wreck site have been postponed due to the Ching Chong Chinky Cough. It is hoped that exploring the site further... the planet that regrew its atmosphere after losing it. The exploring the site further eventually revealed the truth of what happened. If papers and Erebus and Terror had been kept in sealed boxes of drawers, they may have survived immersion in very cold art wards. Declare a warrior for the National Maritime Museum in London. Diaries of written commands will make the most meaningful difference in terms of understanding what happened. This is what we are hoping will be found. So watch this space. Maybe they'll do uh, a expedition to uh, unearth. Unearth? No, it's not unearth. It's saying submerged. Raised from the mm. depths? Yeah, shed new light. Yeah, raise it. Possibly. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, so I'm done astron reading astronomers now. have identified an extrasolar planet that appears to have regenerated its own atmosphere. While there are plenty of known examples of planets that have lost their atmosphere, such as Mars, it now seems as though it is possible on rare occasions for a planet's atmosphere to regenerate. Situated 41 light years up. away, uh, how long would that take us to get there, Hobbit? Uh, it wouldn't because space isn't real and uh, God created us on a flat world, which is immobile. 
and the heavenly realms above are the angels. So what they're talking about is just a load of make-believe, and it's not very good make-believe. I think Isaac um, Asimov wrote far better fiction than these guys. <laughs> Situated 41 light years away, the casually titled exoplanet GJ1132b at first glance is not dissimilar to Earth as both have similar densities atmospheric pressures and ages. Unlike the Earth, however, the intriguing world seems to have started out life as a gas giant before having its atmosphere stripped away due to a close encounter with a neighbouring red dwarf star. There's no kind of atmosphere, I'm all alone. More or less. <laughs> Let me fly far away from here. Far away from here. Fun, fun, fun. fun. Under In the, the sun. sun, sun, sun. I want to lie, ship ready to comatose, drinking fresh mango juice. Uh, 2,000-year-old biblical text found in Israel. We know this is absolutely genuine, then, if it's been found in Israel, don't we? Oh, yeah, because if, if there's one thing we know about uh, those uh, Turk men is that they are trustworthy and reliable. Yeah. The, the discovery, the first of its kind in decades, was announced this week by Is the Israel Antiques Authority. I mean, that, that sounds just like spot on, doesn't it? Uh, the text, which comprised of around two dozen small fragments, was discovered inside a cave in the Judean Desert. Was it the Judean Desert or the Desert desert of Judea? Uh, splitters. Uh, Is it the Judean People's Desert? <laughs> during an extensive archaeological survey spanning several years. Written in Greek, the fragments contain passages from the Minor Prophets. Who are the Minor Prophets of it? Uh, I don't know. The Minor Prophets? Oh, they're talking about... Several like... other artefacts, including the 6,000-year-old skeleton of a child and a remarkably well-perverse Preserved bark basket dating back ten thousand years. So they're mentioning the Dead Sea Scrolls. What do you think to the Dead Dead Sea Scrolls then? Of it. Oh, I mean the Dead Sea Scrolls. They were known enough to what in nineteen forty eight, and then shortly after we found the Book of Enoch, and the Book yeah. of Enoch said this was written for later generations, and it's describing a lot of stuff which is pertinent to now, like uh, the Nephilim. Uh, taught various advanced technology to man at the time, um, in, including like making hybrids with them. While well, we've done hybrids, uh, th there are th like cloning uh, experiments that have been done with that. Um, not cloning, sorry. Uh, I'm saying where you make like a, a new creature that's 99% human and 1% cow or, or cockroach or whatever. Um, but they also taught them things like abortion and um, uh, chemical and biological warfare. And I thought this is very interesting for a Bronze Age uh, book that it would be describing these sorts of things. Very interesting. Uh, do you want to do the one about scientists to recreate 2,000-year-old computer? Oh, what, the Ankyria mechanism? Yeah. Oh, you know about it's, the uh, and Hobbit. It's an analog computer, exquisitely machined um, brass uh, gears, absolutely beautiful. And how they, how they did it, we don't know, because according to, they were just dribbling morons back 3,000 years ago, and they're just, you know, bashing rocks together. And they, they weren't like, you know, like what we are now, probably a bit more refined, more intelligent, because they're not poisoned by the atmosphere so much. 
So, do you, do you uh, think, do you think yeah. that we do this every now and again? We do this shit. We have a big apocalypse thing. Start all over yeah. again, and then do it all over again. I, I yeah, there's, there's, there's numerous, there's numerous great, great resets throughout uh, time in history. It's, it's happened uh, quite a few times now. So Atlantis um, was one of them, wasn't it? Well, I reckon that the the most recent one was mud floods because that's there's these buildings which are still used today, and uh, they've got like you go into what they call the basement on there. It's like why does the basement have windows which show rock? Why does the basement have doorways which they oh well that's just an idiosyncratic quirk of people back then. Yeah, they they would just yeah. build what looks like uh, the actual ground floor of a building underground and have windows there because lol. <laughs> Those ancestors were sure quirky, weren't they? Doing yeah. things like windows underground. Hobbit, could octopuses, octopuses, one tap, one. They're not <laughs> fucking octopuses! They're fucking octopi, octopi. you dumb cunt! Jesus yeah. <laughs> fucking Christ, these people. These people! These dragon, people! Beer swilling racists. These people. Uh, could octopuses one take? Could octopi one day take over the world, Hobbit? I'll edit it properly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Will they? Um, well, did it, was it the was it the paranormies that did the did the thing about octopuses or aliens? Uh, well, they they certainly are. They're very weird. Yeah, they, they definitely look like things, aliens. They have a lot of things that aren't <laughs> fucking right, don't they? Insects strike me as being aliens. Well, octopuses aren't because they are because they have like more than one heart and they're just weird, aren't they? They're just like nothing else on Earth, are they? It's fucking weird, mate. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they are a mollusk, but uh, it's right. Um... It is a well-known fact that the humble octopus is, as far as animals go. Is clever as far as animals go, but is there a limit to its potential? Despite their small size, they only like tentacles. Octopuses are remarkably brainy. It just reminds me of uh, the young ones. Who invented the internal combustion engine? Was it Porky the pig? (laughs) (laughs) As evidenced by studies that have recorded them manipulating objects and using tools to solve simple problems. Octopus intelligence is particularly interesting to science because it's evolved completely independently to our own. But just how intelligent could octopuses become if they are left to their own devices for a few million years, more years of time and evolution? Well, they have, they're not evolving completely independently on their, on their own because we're teaching them how to do stuff. Hobbit? I don't have anything to say about this, really. I'm, my, my, my brain's kind of going numb at the moment, like those victims in the Manchester Canal. Yeah. Uh, so basically, just... they're saying that um, they're, they're super intelligent. But they didn't invent the, the internal combustion engine, and they certainly couldn't um, play. <laughs> they can open, they like, a jam jar. As well as Hobbit, could they? No, I mean, but they, I mean, they can open a jam jar lid. They they can do some things, but it's like when when we're trying to say the super intelligent, it's kind of like really you you just it, it's that sort of soft bigotry of low expectations. It's like when yeah. that when that boy in Croydon invents a computer for only six hundred pounds with off the shelf yeah. components. Oh. What the fuck? I have a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man suit. I dyed it brown and moved the eyes to stare at the ceiling. What? 
Hey, do, do you remember that mystery plane, the, the Malaysian uh, Airlines MH370? Yeah, uh, you wanted to do this one, didn't you, Nordic? MH370. Yeah. Hold on, let me uh, let me just get it up again. There's uh, a thing. Oh, yeah. there. Uh, Hemi's got it on yeah. the screen. Yeah. I've got it. A new analysis of debris from the airliner has suggested that it has... Entered a death dive before crashing. So this is a this is a an airline that was going from Malaysia to uh, took off from Kuala Lumpur. Um, where was it going to? Was it headed Kuala to China? Kuala Lumpur. Um, Kuala. It took off from Kuala Lumpur, but where where was it going to? Was it going to? Anyway, basically, this plane disappeared, just completely disappeared, mid-flight, all the passengers, everything disappeared, nobody nobody knew a thing, but I lots of... That, um, any of you guys ever seen that film, Millennium, where it's like in the future and fertility's like fucked, so what they do is they go back in time, um, take people's bodies and replace them with... Uh, take people's... Mm. Um, Take live, that people, is one of the theories. live people and switch switch their bodies. Yeah, that is that is one of the theories. Um, exactly what happened to Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 after it took off from Kuala Lumpur International Airport on March the eighth, twenty fourteen, still remains one of the most enduring mysteries in aviation history. Despite undertaking an extensive search covering forty six thousand. 332 square miles costing 160 million dollars and lasting 1046 days investigators from australia china and malaysia ultimately failed to find the wreckage while even now seven years on from the disaster investigators still don't know what happened a small amount of debris has been found that has offered up a few tantalizing clues. Most recently, an analysis of a wing spoiler that washed up in South Africa last August has not only revealed a possible new crash site for the plane, but has also indicated that in its final moments, the aircraft had dropped from the sky in a sudden and uncontrolled death dive. Previous investigations had suggested that the crew may have become incapacitated perhaps due to a hypoxia event, which is when a loss of pressurization causes those on board to fall unconscious. Now, Peter Foley, who previously headed up Australia's efforts to locate the wreckage, has proposed a new search of its most likely whereabouts based on the new evidence. How does hypoxia occur? Because we read that story not too long back where the guy got sucked out and they were just hanging on to his legs for the whole fucking flight. So how does hypoxia it's, um, occur then? It's a lack of oxygen to the brain. It's, uh, your brain swells up. Um, yeah, I know what hypoxia is, but how does it occur? Because because they literally like flew most of that flight just hanging on to that guy's legs, the one that got sucked out the window, didn't they? So it's got to be ah, they, they just losing the window. They went down it's to low altitude. Because the oxygen is so fit. yeah, they they took the plane down to a safe altitude. Um, and they slowed the speed airline, down as well. Uh, yeah, 
an airline's um, cruising altitude, which is 36,000 feet, um, which is about the height of Everest. Uh, if you've seen people climb Everest, when they go into the death zone, they have to use uh, supplementary oxygen because the uh, the oxygen is so thin up at the, the top of the atmosphere that um, it's it's impossible for humans to survive. You basically, you're dying. So they pressurize airplanes um, to ground, I, th I think it's a ground oxygen level so that, you know, you breathe normally. Usually when an incident happens, the oxygen masks, um, if there's a depressurization, the oxygen masks fall down from the, from the ceiling and you put the oxygen on and you breathe through that. Mm. Um, there is a plane where there was a hypoxia event. I think it was a Helios flight. And they'd all passed out on the plane because they that they hadn't pressurized um, the the cabin properly, and they all passed out in the plane apart from one person. Um, this plane's flying around, not but contacting. Doesn't, doesn't, uh, a of, doesn't a lot of flying occur, occur kind of automatically? Yeah, yeah, but if if you've got it on autopilot, it doesn't land automatically. All it does is it flies like the pilots land the plane. It, it, the Helios flight literally just flew on autopilot until it crashed because they sent off um, military jets to to see if it had been hijacked because they hadn't heard from it. It was just flying around without saying anything to air traffic control. So they had assumed possibly a terrorist situation, yeah. sent the jets up after it to see what was going on. And apparently the, the jet pilot said he looked to the side into the plane and everyone was just passed out, except yeah. for one person who was trying to fight with the controls, um, which was apparently a, a flight stewardess or something, was trying yeah, to get control the of the plane. To somebody? They would have talked to through it, wouldn't they? Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. But think... prob probably because of confusion, because hypoxia does cause massive confusion. Yeah. Um, when people are found dead from hypoxia, usually they're found to have stripped their clothes off. I remember seeing an experiment being conducted on hypoxia, and uh, it was the, in a controlled environment. It was an air chamber, and they were gradually like, reducing the amount of oxygen. And they were telling the presenter in it, like, can you put on the oxygen mask? Can you put on the oxygen mask? He was just like pissing around laughing wasn't really concerned to his well-being and eventually yeah. like someone like got into the chamber and put the oxygen mask on him and he was like he was fighting with him like trying to yeah he was him. fighting with him to not have the oxygen and he was losing his mind and 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 the thing is like after a few seconds breathing in the oxygen he sort of like came to and it's like oh so what mm. happened there it's like well you went through hypoxia and uh you, yeah, he didn't you... realise, did he? He watched yeah. the footage back and didn't realise just how how quickly it can affect you and just how it comes up out of nowhere. Like, one minute you're fine, the next minute you're... And well, that's you why they, they say if you're fine. doing, um, in, in the plane, uh, put your oxygen mask on first, then help others, because yeah. you, you've only got seconds before, the, uh, before you yeah. run out of air. Yeah, uh, once the hypoxia takes on, over as plane, well, you're no longer in control. On some other plane news, they think they've found a bit of Amelia, Amelia Earhart's plane. 
right. Uh, so I think it's gone somewhere in the. Re- it, it may have gone down somewhere in the remote Pacific Atoll of Nikamura. And then, All right, and yeah, then the aviator and the navigator Fred, Fred Noonan may have even survived for several days on a small island while awaiting rescue. Oh, oh, curiosity. I don't remember Jesus having a brother. They're saying that um, because there's a headline here, Cain, Dalt's cast... Well, Paul from Tarsus definitely wasn't Jesus' brother. He was sent there to persecute him, but he had his... Wrote, yeah, so Dalt cast around as Jesus' brother, and new analysis of the bones said to belong to St. James are revealed they may not be his after all. Professor Kara Lund Rasmussen from the University of Southern Denmark, Professor Latour Rodzulla from Groningen, took a look at recent finds suggesting that the remains held at St. Apostoli Church in Rome are not quite what they seem. Hunched innocuously in the shadow of Rome's mighty Piazza Venezia, just a stone's throw from one of the city's busiest thoroughfares, the Santi Apostoli Church might be given the home more respect for the dead than for the living. That's because of the treasures that the church protects, as well as having briefly accommodated the tomb of Michelangelo. The church has, since the year 456, housed relics of particular significance to the Holy Catholic Church, the remains of two of Jesus' contemporaries, St. Philip and St. James, the latter of whom is believed to have been Jesus' brother. For the what what reason? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no, I don't remember in the Bible saying, and lo, here was Jesus' brother James. Now, after yeah. careful extraction analysis, I'm going to have to reread the New Testament. Well, at that point, Joseph would have to be asking questions like, who are you sleeping with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Look. No, I, no, I haven't no, you don't get it. It was two of, kids. What it the was, fuck's going on? It's an yeah, immaculate conception. Twice as a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I remember. I remember doing in the in the nativity. There, there, there was a pit in the nativity with the, and like Mary asked God, "Well, how will I conceive a child if you know it's not consummated?" And it's like, "Don't worry, the archangel Michael will come upon you." Nah, okay. don't worry about it, love. It'll be all right. It'll no, be right. It, It'll be li- fine. Literal, <laughs> the literal biblical phrase was, "The archangel Michael will come upon you." Not in you, upon you. Anyway, yeah. uh, moving to <laughs> an ancient Rome, families commemorated. I'm glad you picked up on that. Families commemorated the birthdays of their ancestors. Well, I had taking, to because you hammered it home, Hobbit. If I hadn't have laughed, you'd have done it a third time. It's like the final nail on the coffin. The custom was <laughs> taken up by early Christians who came together around Jesus the tombs of the saints. Bar before days. nail says, "Can you put me up for the night?" Yeah, <laughs> but there was a problem as Christianity became more dominant. The tombs of the saints became overcrowded. Plus, the tombs are often situated outside the city walls, which made the feast potentially risky. In an effort to make them safer and more accessible, saints' remains were exhumed and transferred into churches in a process called translation. The practice of translation began in modern-day Turkey, which was known as Asia Minor and since then Byzantium, and now it's just known as Occupied Turkey by fucking Turkroach scumbags. I don't want to read the rest of this story. I'm annoyed by Turkey exists. Yeah, fucking terrible. Now it's occupied by bleeding Muslims. Oh, I saw, I I saw this. I think we're done anyway because this is uh, this is starting to go head off into. Uh, it, it is it is worse than a Muslim. May Allah may Allah forgive me for saying this. He is a Turk. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, uh, no, there is a 14 bit of unexplained mysteries. They found that cockroaches can do democratic decision making things, and that's what? why Turkey exists as a cat. Yeah, cockroaches, they, they do democratic things, okay, they, they, right. they make group decisions. Right, so I, I do try and keep this not racist, but I've obviously failed tonight, so I, <laughs> that'll do us, night all. Just cut it out, just cut Take it out. Good, good. I don't like him. Yeah. 